Love Unlimited is a weekly relationships podcast that focuses on how to develop, improve, and sustain thriving marriages. Our goal is to help you establish strong relationships with yourself and with those around you. I invite you today to adventure on the beauty of relationships, the joy of discovering your potentials, as well as those of your spouse. Hi, I'm Helen. Certified Master Life Coach and Certified Relationships Coach, and I'm all about relationships. Welcome to Love Unlimited. Hello there. Welcome to Love Unlimited with Helen's Seven Day Focus, and today we are looking on dropping that baggage. We're going to focus on how we can learn by identifying first what baggage we are carrying and then how to drop that baggage. And we're going to look at several kinds of baggages that people carry. Every individual in this planet has some baggage and people carry that baggage into the marriage relationship. And remember, today we are not going to talk about marriage at all. We are not going to talk about other people. We are going to talk about you. We are focusing on the baggage you've been carrying all around the world. You've been carrying it to your bed. You've been carrying it to your workplace. You've been carrying it to your family. And you've been carrying it even when you shouldn't in your resting moments like now this is the time we are all ha- we have all been grounded let me put it that way we are supposed to be focusing on self relaxing but guess what is happening people are now focusing on things the worst cases scenario that could happen as a result of covid so what are people doing they are learning and becoming experts at carrying the baggages they had in their workplace, in their other places of living, into their homes. So that we have to stop because we cannot heal the world if we do not heal ourselves. You cannot heal your family. You cannot heal your relationship. You cannot heal your thoughts and your perspective about life if you do not heal yourself. So what is the baggage? Baggage are unnecessary loads that we carry everywhere in our time. It is not physical. I'm not talking about the suitcases. I'm not talking about the handbags, the purse. I'm talking about emotional, spiritual, mental things that we carry inside of us. And we have several. The first one we're going to look at today is unforgiveness. People think that when you say, I cannot forgive that person and I will never forgive this guy. I will never forgive that girl. I cannot forgive you. You think that when you say that, it's going to affect the other person. I have bad news to give you. When you do not forgive, it never affects the other person. It actually affects you 100%. Because this is what is happening. You're taking a baggage that you were supposed to drop and you put it on your shoulder. Every time you see that person, you add a pound of that weight. Every time you think about that person, you add another pound. At the end of a month, the luggage was a simple word that someone said to you indecently. After a month, it may have been weighing maybe a pound. By the end of 30 days, it's about 10 kilos. After about 40 days, it's about 50 kilos. And you're carrying 50 kilos of something that is totally uncalled for 
totally irresponsible. And what does it do? Imagine if you were a beast of burden and you carried a luggage around every day. With time, your back starts to ache, your joints wear, and you can start having problems even with walking. You're not an exception in this case. Look at how people who have baggages, how they walk around, shoulders stooped, face looking down, or if they're even looking up, they have developed a line on their face and a sneer as a result of frowning. They are always walking around with some kind of hurt, some kind of pain, some kind of anger, and that causes them to injure themselves inside. Unfortunately, this face is a mirror of what goes on inside. When you see people who come to you and you think, oh, that person must be stressed, that person must be angry. What makes you think that? It is what you see in their face. So if you have been walking around with unforgiveness, it is given that it has shown on your face at a point in time. And more than that, it is poisoning inside yourself. They say refusing to forgive someone is like taking poison and hoping that the other person dies. We all know that will not happen. When you take poison, you die, the other person lives on. And sometimes it is important to go see that person and talk it over. Whether they say they are sorry or not, forgive because you need your sanity, you need your peace, you need your love. And more than that, you need to remain healthy. Forgiveness is step number one to having a healthy inside and a healthy outside. The second one is unfounded fear. I have relatives who are constantly, like all the time, in fear. Fear that their children will not do well, that their children will not grow up to be sensible people, that they may be laid off, that the economy may get worse, that the climate is getting worse, that they will be broke before the end of the month. They fear everything. But I always ask them this one simple question. If you fear that the economy will become bad, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. So why are you fearing? If you can't change anything, you see, fear is a natural phenomenon that God created in us to help us flee from danger. So if you fear the economy being bad, how do you flee from that? If you fear that your children will not become good people or responsible people, how will you flee from that? How will you run away from that? Because fear is adrenaline that makes you trigger the hormones of escape. Is it fight or flight? Yes. But if you cannot trigger that, then you're just stressing off your hormones, releasing very apprehensive emotions in your body for no reason. I always say that it is not good to develop an, a habit or an act of fear for things you cannot change. If you fear the economy will be bad, then start preparing today. Start saving. Start looking for a side job. If you fear your children are not going to grow up to be the good people they are, start preparing them now. Work on them. Work with them. Change what you see as a negative aspect in their growing up. Because right now, you have the power to do it. When the economy becomes bad, like now, we have coronavirus, everything is tumbling. What can you do now? It's too late to start fearing. Stop fearing over things you cannot change. Instead, 
learn to be proactive to protect yourself from being a victim of circumstances. Planning, educating yourself, saving, being the person who holds the other people's hands like your children and teaching them what they should do. So stop fearing. Instead, be proactive. In fact, what I see people being fearful about is actually simply a warning or a premeditated thought about what things could be if they don't do what they're supposed to do. So if you are fearing, it means you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So then be proactive and do your part. I think God is fair enough to do his part when you've done your part. Number three, and that is the way I'll stop at, worry. We worry a lot. In fact, I say there are people, if there was a contest of warriors, not warriors, warriors, people who worry, people who could easily become 10 time Olympic or gold medal champions for worrying. They worry all through the night. They worry throughout the day and they just keep popping those pills because of ulcers and taking paracetamol and other painkillers because of headaches. They worry nonstop. They worry about breakfast. They worry about lunch. They worry over supper. They worry when they are working. They worry when they are with their spouses. They worry when they are with their children until they have formed a whole sand dune lines on their face. They look like they have sand dunes because they are always worried and their faces look tired. Their demeanor generally just looks all worn out because of worry. Worry has never been a good thing for human race. In fact, I remember when I was young, I think it was in grade three or four, we had a teacher who used to teach us a song that goes like this. Why worry when you can pray? Trust Jesus, he knows the way. Don't be a doubting Thomas, wouldn't care about a promise. Why worry, 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 worry when you can pray? Now, if you can pray, stop worrying. Take it to prayer. If you can meditate, stop worrying. Take it to prayer. I'm not telling you not to think about things in life. Please do, in all due respect, think, meditate over them, but don't let them become a burden such that you cannot leave. You are afraid, you are so scared, or you are so apprehensive that your inner body starts eating you up. You start eating yourself, your ulcers, you start having leaking gut, you start having headaches, your eyesight becomes blurry because of too much uh, tablets you've been taking. Your blood pressure is always on the high end because you've been worrying. Avoid worrying. It is never a good thing. In fact, in the whole wide world, there is not even one one statue that has been built in honor of a warrior. None. We have seen the thinking man. We have seen other heroes. We've seen uh, people who died in war, the horses. We've seen doctors. We've seen people reading, but we have not seen one saying that this is a statue 
in honor of Mr. or Mrs. X, a warrior. None. And above that, we have also not seen anything positive that has been written in honor of people who worry. So if you think or if you believe that worrying is your way of thinking, you may need to change your style of looking at things from the negative perspective to positive, from worrying to meditating upon them. And when you meditate, you stop seeing the negative things that are happening and start looking the possibilities of positive things that could be happening. And now when we start thinking in a positive manner, the stress that is eating us from the inside disappears. We are so easy, we are so malleable that human body can change with the change in what goes on up here in our mind. And that stop brings us to the end of the first day of self-focus. Avoid unfounded fear. Stop worrying. Don't be a warrior. And three, forgive. And with that, we come to the end of our talk today. And until tomorrow when we shall be looking at part number two, where we shall be talking about being proactive. This is Helen leaving you with a quote about forgiveness by Tim Fargo that says, forgiveness is the process of dropping your emotional baggage. Peace and love to you all.